Hello, everyone. Welcome into another episode of Kentucky Daily, a daily podcast covering your University of Kentucky Wildcats. I'm Sean Smith, joined by Derek Terry. Derek, how are you today? Doing well. How are you? Derek, I'm doing fantastic. It's the uh, the middle of the week here. Closer to kickoff. Got a big game here. What? A little more than 72 hours, I believe. Probably about 77 hours, 76 hours till Kentucky, Florida kickoff at Kroger Field Saturday night on ESPN. Derek, uh, we've talked obviously a lot this week about Kentucky, Florida and that game, but there's there's another storyline that has kind of come into play now, and it's that the the six players that were being withheld from practice uh, due to uh, burglary charges, uh, Vito Tisdale's wanting endangerment charge, all of those charges have been dismissed, and those guys have actually been back at practice. Yeah, uh, as we found out from Mark Soup yesterday, um, I guess you could say kind of confirm the reports that some people were saying that the, those guys were already back at practice. Stoop said that they had actually returned last Monday. So um, they knew they were not going to be eligible last weekend, but they were able to kind of do that acclimation period. So they're back at it. Um, really, we'll have to see if it means anything for this week. I've heard different things, to be quite frank. I've heard that um, – the obvious thing is that these guys have to get into shape. I mean, that's that's first and foremost. They've been held out for a little while. But I've also heard some expectations that maybe a couple of these guys will actually get in the game Saturday. Um, we, we shall see. Either way, I cannot imagine it would be in a huge role for any of these guys. But when you do think about this thing from here on out this season, it's absolutely a huge boost, right, for the secondary in particular. It, it's massive. It's massive because when you're talking depth, that's what we've talked about on this show, right? Like Kentucky was an injury away at corner, Derek, from kind of from getting pretty thin and, and other areas to the secondary. So you you don't want to obviously get into that point. But now that you've got your depth back and you mentioned having to get in shape and it's asking a lot, Derek, to throw any of these guys into the schedule coming up with Florida, with LSU, with Georgia. But I mean, you're going to do whatever it takes to win these games. And if you need that depth, you need that depth. But the big thing to me is to watch. Do, do you have? Do you see any situations to where any of these guys have all these guys? I'm just going back. Have all these guys used the red shirt? Any of them use not use the red shirt? How's that go? With it the is so games? yeah, it's so thrown off with COVID. Um, There's really don't know, do we? I think maybe Sanders and Ruben Adams are only two who are technically red shirts. I think the other, all the, all the four others are all sophomores. Cause I didn't know if that was something that you watch when it comes to how many games they play. Like if they're not ready by that bye week, a couple of guys, do you, do you want to waste it? Or do you want to, you want to go beyond that four game threshold? I, I don't know, but it's certainly good for the program and certainly good for Mark Stoops and, you know, and, and good for those guys too. Uh, this was, this was a big deal, Derek, that, a lot of people judge the situation before they truly knew. And I think in life, I think we all become victims of that at times. And uh, I, I just remember saying you, you need to hold off until we know exactly what the legal details are. Uh, but you saw the reactions from those guys yesterday, Derek. I mean, these are kids. These are young guys who are sitting here probably wondering for a moment, is my life ruined? Is what happens after this? And, and you could see the, the picture of Jatan McLean hugging his family and some other guys. This was an emotional battle for the last stretch of, of, well, not just six weeks. It's been a while. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, a lot of emotion yesterday for the picture McLean put out. Um, you know, those guys are 
are are free now. I mean, the charges are dropped. They can get get back to to being a college student. They can get back to being a college football player. All the things that they you know wanted to be. Um, you know, no one has ever denied that something did happen that night. Uh, obviously, the, the grand jury decided not to indict. So I hope not only for these players, but, you know, for, for guys that are already on campus, guys that will be coming to campus eventually, that they, you know, they learn from this situation, whatever it might be, whatever the takeaway might be. I mean, putting yourself in situations that, you know, something like this could happen. Fortunately for them, it's not going to result in, you know, losing, you know, going to jail or, or anything like that. But, you know, they lost four football games that they'll never get back, you know, games that they won't be able to make up. They weren't out there. But now that they are back um, – I'm sure they have to be super excited again um, with the, how in shape they are, things like that. I don't, I don't think any of them will be counted on to have a huge workload, but I'm thinking Sean, if they came back to practice last Monday, if they, I doubt they just sat around and didn't do any kind of physical conditioning at all. And I'm, was it to the extent that the rest of the team was doing? Probably not, but I have a hard time thinking that if, you know, you needed to put Jatama McLean in for a package and maybe get him a few plays, I have a hard time thinking he would not be in good enough shape to do that, right? Like, you should have that option with guys this weekend. Yeah, and, you know, McLean is a guy that we talked about all offseason and the preseason, Derek, that – and we saw him at fan day at that practice and some things that he can do uh, in that Kentucky backfield and then, you know, catching the ball out of the backfield and doing things like that. That was a, a versatile piece that I think Liam Cohen in this offense was counting on having – from game one, and I'm of the belief, honestly, Derek, that if he had been there from game one, we're probably sitting here on this podcast talking a lot more about Jatan McLean, given what we had heard about him from last year from Eddie Grant and then going into this season. So that that's a guy that I think you could see maybe at some point break in there. I would say out of who we've seen, just because Williams played last year, Tisdale played a big role. McLean played. I mean, McLean was a guy that was getting carries. You remember in the second half at Tennessee, before the game was completely in hand. I mean, he was out there on a pretty – I think it might have been the Allen Daly touchdown drive. Uh, McLean was out there getting carries. So, I mean, he was in a pretty big spot there. But the guy that might benefit just on numbers alone is Andrew Phillips. Um, you know, Quandre Mosley had to be moved to cornerback out of necessity, yeah, more or less. I don't think he's going to stay there just because you, you need that cornerback depth. But this gives UK four guys now. Jalen Geiger can stay over at safety. Um, to me, Phillips might be the guy that ends up – I mean, you're, you're an injury or two away from him having to play like a lot potentially pretty soon. So you want to get those guys back up to speed. I would still pinpoint that bye week for the reasons you mentioned. Really, your three best opponents this uh, these next three weeks. So – you want them to give you as much as you can, but you would kind of think that that bye week after that, I wouldn't see any reason that these guys would not be full go. Yeah, and and to this point too, Kentucky's kind of in a good spot when it comes to to injuries and things like that, Derek, and, and staying healthy. Uh, we've talked about Cavassier Smoke a lot on the show and how he would get dinged up often. To this point, he's healthy through four games. That's been big. Uh, they've not really had to have McLean. You know, Kavase has been doing his thing, so so that's encouraging up to this point. But yeah, it'll uh, it'll be interesting to watch and see if any of those guys get on the field Saturday night. You know, Mark Stoops is going to do everything he can uh, to win this uh, football game Saturday night, Derek. It's a massive game in Lexington. That that environment is going to be unbelievable Saturday. Should be really good. I mean, uh, one thing I don't know how much more we'll dig into Florida. I don't think we're out time this week to get a. Um, 
Florida beat writer on here. Maybe we can work it in. I'll see what I can pull off. Um, but this will be – it's not the first road game for Florida. They played at USF, but, you know, that was like a noon kick at a stadium. I mean, USF's fan base is not – you know, the, the environment they're going to see. This will be the first really great road test, I think, for Emory Jones as a starting quarterback. So, that's one area to, to look at. But um, the crowd, you're right, I mean, sold out on a Monday. Fan base is fired up. When the when to see him finally beat the Gators at Kroger Field. A lot of those people who are going to be there uh, have not seen a Florida win at home. Some some people have if you've been around a long time. But a lot of these people are hoping to to leave a game in Lexington smiling because it's uh, been a lot of heartbreak in this series at home. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And now transitioning into the, the basketball side of things, Derek, uh, if you've been hearing me top on the back end of this, it's awesome because right, as, right yeah. as we started to uh, record here, we do now have two game times and TV networks for Kentucky's games against Louisville on Wednesday, December 22nd at Rupp Arena, and then Kansas, the SEC Big 12 Challenge on Saturday, January 29th. Kentucky and Louisville will tip off at 6 p.m. Eastern time on ESPN. And Kentucky, Kansas will also tip off at 6 p.m. Eastern time on ESPN. So that I don't think we had any game times for any games up, up until this point. So now we've got two that we know of. And then that news broke right as we started to record here. So that's what I was trying to type and get up on the site. But also perfect timing, right? Today is the official start of Kentucky basketball practice. You saw the video out on Twitter this morning of the ball rolling across, across the floor showing the UK logo. They're in the gym, Derek. We're in the the heart of football season, but basketball is just around the corner. Yeah, what were we thinking about a 6 p.m. Wednesday tip against Louisville <laughs> on December 22nd? It, I mean, they, what was that game, Bam's year? That was a Wednesday night game too, wasn't it? But it seems like it was much later than 6 o'clock. I was out on the ocean somewhere. I was on cruise. <laughs> I did not watch that game. I'm never, I've never watched that game. I think I've mentioned on this podcast before. I don't know if I've even seen highlights from that game. It's like it even happened in my mind. Um I also missed the North Carolina performance from Lake Monk, but I have gone back and seen some highlights from it. Uh, no, yeah, like you said, seems like teams uh, – I know some teams started yesterday. Hey, you want to mention this uh, Tennessee Twitter account, the basketball? I, I 110% do because – I kind of uh, forgot about that until I was thinking some teams started yesterday, some have started earlier, and then UK started today. But, yeah, this uh, Tennessee Twitter account getting after rural Kentucky, that's, that's shouting out you down there, I think. Yeah, the, I wasn't very pleased. I don't know if you saw what I tweeted, but I, I usually try to keep. I, listen, I I grew up. Most people hated Louisville. I know we've talked about this a thousand times, 
I hated Tennessee. Like I, there were family get-togethers on the holidays were like literal hell to me for certain families that I go to in certain locations across the border. And now I actually live in Tennessee. So go figure. Right. But yeah, uh, that's that's definitely a shot. And then the the tweet about (laughs) Justin Powell, I hate to tell him, but there's not much uh, rural about where Justin Powell's from. (laughs) Prospect Kentucky. All right. If if you guys aren't on Twitter, I'm sure some people who listen to the show, maybe aren't very active Tennessee basketball, the official account, which happens to have 220,000 followers. So a really good following for this Twitter account tweeted having a bad day did you sleep through your alarm did you bomb a speech in your public speaking class flat tire on your way to work did you wake up in rural kentucky with no idea how you got there well it's going to be okay we're back it's the first day of practice and uh this tweet got 109 quote tweets and it had oops i just backed out of the tweet 109 quote tweets okay i've just totally lost it oh no we're back 104 replies on it so obviously it's a lot of uk fans who got on there and then they kind of doubled down (laughs) like you mentioned later they put a video of uh, justin powell who like you said i believe comes from the richest county in kentucky i want to say oldham county not rural kentucky Uh, and they put a video of him making some jump shots so i don't know if they're just fully trolling at that point or if maybe whoever's on that twitter account you know they maybe have never been to where Justin Powell is from. They might just think everyone who lives in Kentucky uh, just lives out in the middle of nowhere. But that was uh, an unexpected, I would say, kind of Twitter beef that happened yesterday. Yeah, uh, I'm one of those quote September. tweets. I'm one of those quote tweets, by the way. And my quote tweet was, did you wake up with an Elite Eight banner today? <laughs> yeah, the Wolves are still searching for that uh, first Final Four. <laughs> so, no, uh, I was like, what is happening here? Like, like, what's this going on? What in so, so do we has- think they were just trolling on the Justin Powell one, or do you think uh I think they were? Surely there's not an intern running the, the official Tennessee basketball camp. <laughs> oh, right? I w- I there's no that. way that's an intern. Yeah, that, that was definitely some trolling and stuff. I mean, it's it's all in good humor, I'm sure. It it was funny, but I'm telling you. <laughs> I, I do well with this whole media face and things, but there's times that I still can't stand Tennessee. Like, I, I'm not afraid to say that on this show, uh, Derek. But, no, I thought, man, you you read that thing. You read that tweet perfectly. Like, the emotion and the yeah. – just the ugh, all of it coming out of your voice right there was just – it hit me. It hit me. I almost uh, got my blood boiling again. You wake up in rural Kentucky, not at how you got there. You know, I don't – I saw some <laughs> – <laughs> I saw people in the comments arguing about uh, saying, hey, you know, rural Kentucky is not that much different than uh, rural Tennessee. And then you get people talking about how Tennessee has better jobs. They got better cities. And it's just uh, that's what the Tennessee basketball account provoked yesterday. I hope they're happy with the carnage that they caused. They uh, <laughs> they definitely caused quite a bit of carnage for sure. There, there's not a whole lot going on right now, Derek, other than practice starting today. Adem Bona will visit. Kentucky with uh, Chris Livingston so that that's some big news coming up for Kentucky basketball you know John Calipari is going to try to close the deal uh, with the dim bona there so some big recruiting news as uh, we're moving into October now here in a couple of days so a uh, really good month of September I know we still have one more day on this podcast for September but this was a record-breaking month for us a week and a half ago like that's how big this month has been 
Uh, you mentioned the the schedule. We probably won't have a beat writer on, but we will have a couple more episodes. You'll get the preview and picks episode tomorrow. And then the voice of the Wildcats, Tom Leach, is going to join us on Friday's episode of Kentucky Daily. I talked to Tom in the press box at Columbia last week and kind of set this up. And uh, we're going to have a fun episode with him on Friday. Definitely looking forward to that. Yeah, matter of fact, um, if you guys have any questions for Tom, uh, maybe Sean and I'll pick out one or two. I'm not saying we're going to be able to, you know, do a full Q&A with uh, listener questions, but uh, Tom's obviously been around a long time. We'll, we'll get into his career, talk a little bit about the Florida game, but I thought maybe if fans had a question here or there for Tom, we might be able to get it answered for them. Just uh, I know Tom's at his radio show. I don't know. Does Tom take calls for his radio show? I'm sure he does. Most radio shows do, but um, maybe we get a couple of good ones. We can get some answers for Tom for uh, – for you guys yeah and he's going to join us right after the show on friday morning so i think 10 15 is what time we're going to record so be looking for that episode sometime around lunch uh definitely looking forward to that if anything else happens throughout the week we'll be sure to get it out there to you i reached out to a couple of other people about guest episodes this week couldn't get it couldn't get a time set it's just such a busy time right now Derek, with everything going on but we will definitely continue with guest episodes uh, we'll we'll get to a basketball mailbag at some point. Right now, I don't think there's enough for a basketball mailbag. I think we had maybe two questions, so we'll save those, and then we'll maybe look and see what happens throughout the weekend going into next week. Now that practice is starting, there's going to be uh, some basketball talk picking up, and then now we have two uh, tip times and things for the schedule. But as always, this show is powered by Blue Wire Pods. It's also powered by the Butcher's Pub. You got two locations or three locations. Here I go with this number two in the schedule. No, you got three locations. And you can go to Pondville, Williamsburg, or London, Kentucky. You can visit thebutcherspub.com or check them out on Facebook. Until then, he's Derek Terry. I'm Sean Smith. We'll catch you next time on Kentucky Daily.